You are listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Melbourne to Baltimore, from London to Piraeus. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never lose the latest updates and stories of the team you love. This is our team, our city, and our land. Man, Oniro Trello. You're listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast. Kadispera, everyone. Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. This is episode number 80. My name is Peter Thompson. I'm here with my co-hosts, Lambros Sirmos and Ari Bulubasis. Costa should be along soon. Uh, he's he's just celebrating the blowout victory a little bit, and uh, so he might be along at some point later. But uh, we're, we're all in a pretty good mood here. We just absolutely slapped... Panathinaikos 4-1, the Super League season. The playoffs are finally over. These these meaningless games that we don't care about are finally coming to an end, which is very exciting, I have to say. And uh, yeah, we're going to get right into it after a couple of housekeeping announcements here. Uh, one thing that you've maybe seen if you've been on, on our social media, Gate7ITL, is that we do have an awards show coming up next week. It'll be airing this time next week on May 23rd. 21.30 Central European time, that's 10.30 p.m. Greek time, and uh, I suppose it is 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. Adi, correct me if I'm wrong. We will be giving out some awards to players of Olympiakos. We'll also be celebrating some moments throughout the season. The poll is up on our social media now, Gate7INTL. Feel free to vote in the poll. The fan voting will count into the actual awards, so we really appreciate your input on that. Uh, we're very excited to do the awards and it should be quite a bit of fun. You can access the link to the poll, as I said, on our socials, as well as gate7intl.com. Additionally, um, we are thinking about doing a bit of a roundtable postseason. Uh, we're always looking for things to talk about when there's not any games going on. And we were thinking of having some conversations with some of the folks from the old forums. You know, these are things like greeksoccer.com, olympiacosworld.com. I know Adi. Uh, was once a menace on these forums every day, <laughs> typing away, keyboard warrior over here, trying to 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 show everyone the truths about Greek football. So maybe, Adi, you want to talk a bit more about this idea that we had. Back in my teenage years, uh, 18, 19, early 20s, back in the previous decades of my life. Yeah, no, this was uh, something we were thinking about, kind of bringing some of those discussions, some that got very heated, uh, to the live stage. We thought it could be fun. And we're going to start off with the uh, the Olympiacos fans first. We're going to see how that goes. Then we might branch out and kind of do something with other teams, other fans. Uh, I know that there are still some, a lot of fans on the Fantas site that were ex-greeksoccer.com people that still chat up the game. We brought them up before. So we're going to start slow. We're going to start with the Olympiacos fans. Again, if you were an Olympiacos fan, DM us, or you can DM me on Twitter at Aristides06. It's the same on Instagram. You can DM me on Facebook as well. Uh, send me what your handle was, and if you're interested in doing this roundtable. We've already got quite a few people that have messaged me already uh, that are interested in this, so it should be fun. Uh, again, reach out to us. It's kind of cool to see and put some faces to some of the old handles. 
and I think it'll be a good time. Be careful though. Adi's Adi's gonna come in and just if if you've got the wrong handle, he's gonna be like, "Oh, you're Paukista nineteen twenty eight. Get out of my face! You're not coming on the show. <laughs> you don't you don't want to be on this man's bad side." Anyway, um, on that note as well, like we do have almost a month and a half or so with no games or really anything to do before the European qualifiers start for next season. And we're always looking for for new innovative content to give you all. So if anyone has ideas for fun things that they would want to see, whether it's uh, an interview or a specific personality to bring on, or even just like some stuff that you would want to see us talk about or want to hear our takes on, we'd be more than happy to oblige. So feel free to send us a DM and, and give us any ideas that you might have. Oh, and we are planning on doing Boozing with the Boys Part 3. There will be a postseason edition. Uh, don't know when that's going to happen, but I've had a couple people DM me about that as well. Scary very stuff. Excited. Very, very scary. More not so excited. More I'm scared. George yeah. returning well, <laughs> to the podcast for a third and, time. And I'm hearing some some good suggestions already. Uh, Zaferop05 says do something with the Euros. That could certainly be exciting. Of course, Greece are not playing, but uh, you know it'll be still. We'll all have our eyes on the Euros definitely. So that could be something good to do. We're going to keep pushing content out for you is the bottom line. Uh, whatever it may be, whatever people want, we're going to keep uh, providing. And we're, you know, because we love doing this and we're very excited to keep doing so. Um, as well, Olympiakos DC Academy. Uh, they're actually on a bit of a winning streak here. Look out. They're coming. They're coming in. The team has got a few games under their belt. They're starting to perform a little bit. Adi, what can you tell us about Olympiakos DC? So Libyakos DC, guys, they're on a hot streak. I don't know if you've been paying attention. For those of you that have been watching the games, they've won two in a row. They they look pretty good. They're not squandering a lot of opportunities. The play is better. The kids are learning to play together. Uh, again, there may be one or two players going to Greece this summer. There may be uh, you know, some players that have had tape sent. You heard uh, Harry Kara George when he talked to us. There were some that have that have tape. That uh, that players that they are that are getting a look. So have a look at some of these games, and you might be able to tell who they are. There are some pretty good players for for this team. They're fun to watch. Uh, the games have been pretty tight. Even all but one of the games that they lost were really tight. And they're putting it together. They're tightening the defense up. They're fun to watch right now. Uh, so check them out. Uh, they beat Dream FC last week. And they're going to look to repeat that performance against them today. So that game's in about three hours if you're unfamiliar with the time zones. So I encourage all of you to check it out. For those of you that have, thank you. The viewership has been getting more and more every week for them, and they really appreciate the support. Yeah, it's perfect timing. As soon as uh, we'll be wrapped up with the podcast here, you can hop over to Olympiacos DC and watch the game. Hopefully they... Uh, beat up on dream fc today they dream fc can uh, go get in the bin after today's performance um and then the last thing that we want to say before we get into the game is as always thank you to our sponsor piraeus international piraeus international has been helping greeks ship to and from the motherland during COVID 19 shipments to greece are going out from baltimore maryland to usa every month fill any large u-haul box 18 by 18 by 24 Send it to our friends in Baltimore, and it will be shipped to the port of Piraeus for only $50. Better yet, fill any large wardrobe box and send it for $100. Give them a call at 410-675-4696 or send an email to sales at Piraeus INTL. So 
we're going to get, I would say, straight into the game. Uh, or maybe we'll do a bit of news first. Shall I run uh, news real quick, quick? News points, you know, let people flow in for the mm-hmm. game. But uh, yeah, Lambro, you, you're okay. the newsman here. So what have you I, got for us? I am the newsman. So I told you guys uh, last week, actually, it's been a week since our last podcast, that uh, uh, Roma FC and Jose Mourinho may be in for oh, Jose Sa- Ruben Semedo. Supposedly that is true. It's now being confirmed by people on both sides, the Italians and the Greeks. So we'll see where that goes. Um, some more like transfer news that we've heard. Tequino Suarez is heavily linked. Um, we've been talking about him. He played with Martins at Guimaraes. He's a 30-year-old free agent. He was released from his club in China. He was a star at Porto. And it's a move that we see may be needed with Hassan and El Arabi going to Copa Africa. And also if Martins is looking to play with two strikers in the future, as he did today very successfully, other than Hassan fluffing many chances like usual, it could be necessary. Um, so yeah, that, that's basically the transfer news. Bell Honda, what happened to Bell Honda? Who knows? Who knows what happened to Bell Honda? But anyway, that's all the news we got uh, for transfers so far, guys. And I just want to say like uh, preemptively, <laughs> Mario Terzopoulos has caught me out. Um, what are you eating? I'm having I'm having some spaghetti with primavera sauce. Um, it's it's 1 p.m. over here, and I didn't have time to make lunch before the podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've actually been. I usually eat when the podcast is going on. If you've got a close eye on the YouTube video, you can usually catch me eating something. Anyway, um, I was gonna say uh, some folks might be clamoring for a Tequino deep dive here. Um, Adi might do what he can, but it's not going to be like your usual deep dive. And it's yeah. not going to be as useful because there's not exactly a lot to go off from his time in China. You know, it's obviously like there's there's some uh, some rumors that, you know, he he wasn't in a good situation there. He wasn't like in with the coach. And so, like, it's hard to judge anything off of that performance. And, and you know, we also don't want to take film and stats from like over years ago. Uh, so we might not have a, a great deep dive for you for Tiquinho, but don't let that be an indicator of how serious it is because we do think that this is really serious. And as we said earlier, the Africa Cup of Nations is this summer and we have a very big African contingent in our team, including our two strikers. So we need someone in for July 1st to play as the starting striker in these European games. And Tiquinho might be that guy. For me, it seems encouraging um hopefully it doesn't happen the way bell honda happened as lambro said and just like poof disappears into nothing uh out of nowhere but yeah no it's definitely an interesting one and uh wouldn't mind seeing him in the team yeah tequino it's look i could do i could go through his tape at porto and tell you what we could get but when, when you have a guy that's gone to China, and a lot of players, when they go to China, they just collect the paycheck and they do nothing. We've seen it a lot, a lot. I mean, you guys remember Oscar Garcia for Chelsea goes and gets that ridiculous contract, and then no one ever heard from him again. No one really checked up on how he was doing in China. And he plays well, but, I mean, it's it's China. And let's be honest, no one really cares. So people go there to collect a paycheck, and that, China and in the it. mud right now, Adi, just just destroying China. Like no, I have, <laughs> Mongolia, so they over barely China. even get Chinese Communist Party coming at us. You know. <laughs> it, well, have you ever have you ever watched the games? Like I've seen a couple of them, like randomly posted on like random streams, and like there's no one ever in the stands. So I don't understand where they get all this money to throw at these people because nobody in China seems to actually 
give a shit. Anyway, so I'm not super worried when I see a player go not do anything in China because he was just collecting this absurd paycheck and coming back. And this guy, by the way, he was on a 10 million euro contract. In question he here, can he play on the wing? 10-ish, yes. Uh, again, I haven't watched a lot of tape. I have seen that he has and he can play on the wings, but I don't know if it's I have to I have to watch. I have to see how he plays. I have to see his tendencies. I have to see what happens to see if that's something that I'm comfortable with. So I couldn't tell you again on Y Scout, they have him listed as a you know primary striker, secondary winger. So that's just according to the data that they have. But I have to watch, I have to take the data, watch what he does, and put it together to see what I think he's capable of. And again, I mean, anything I tell you guys, if this guy comes in from China overweight. Anything I tell you means nothing. It's only what we could see. So that's why this this case in particular, it's not uh, it's not really worth it for a lot for me to spend hours of my life watching film when it's been two years since anyone's really seen him play. Yeah, Mihadi is going to be crying on, in the other room, so Adi can't be watching too much <laughs> in your film. But yeah, I mean, say what you want about China. Um, as Lazo Bologna has taught us, there's, you know, the Chinese refs and the Chinese players are certainly nothing in comparison to China's northern neighbors, Mongolia. Um, if Tikino was playing in Mongolia with the great Mongolian refs, maybe it would be a different story. Maybe we'd be able to get a better read on him. It is Could a bit say, um, discouraging. That it's a bit of a wild card. But yeah, Lambro, what do you got? But we also had the wild card with Al Arabi from like the Middle East. So who knows i think when that, that was not a wild card the guy was scoring a goal he was averaging a yeah but it's also qatar you're like who like adi you would okay. be banging in like qatar's javi jr over there in the midfield <laughs> I, I mean come on though like when you see yeah we like if you see somebody in qatar and it's like okay like a goal every other game then you're like eh, it's qatar but a goal and a half a game like we knew el arabi had something fair we, enough we knew he would be at least serviceable. So I'm trying to think who would so, it be. Valbuena coming after injury from Fenerbahce, maybe. See like that, that that was more of a flyer, right? Because yeah, he had was. a terrible season with Fenerbahce and the fans hated him there. They and they did. were like, oh garbage, take him. And then all of a sudden the next season, like, mm -hmm. oh my God, who was this guy? You know? Yeah. So for me, Fair. this is like a middle like if we're if we're thinking of risk, right? So the guy wants over two million euros. Now, I've, we've seen reports that we have offered either one and a half with bonuses or like 1.7 a year. So no transfer fee. So, but at 1.5, 1.7, no transfer fee. This is like a mid-level, like kind of like middle risk. Not It's not the riskiest and it's not low risk. It's like here. So is it a flyer in a manner of speaking? But signs are pointing to this is at least something as a secondary striker that should uh, pan out for us. And Pedro Martins has worked for him, with him. We have to say that as yes. well, right? That's that's a big factor. And I kind of want yeah. to, I, I missed out on this, but supposedly there were rumors that Andreas Pujalakis may have an offer from abroad somewhere in Germany to go play around seven to eight million euros, like maybe would be the fee. Well, we got word this past week that he signed a new deal. He sat down with Vagelis Marinakis and signed a new contract for two more years. Um, he got a raise in by almost double his uh, salary to 700,000 euros a year. Also, according to reports, Jose Jolebas has sat down with the chairman, uh, Vagelis Marinakis, and has extended his contract for one more year. So all good news on that front. 
happy to see Bujar Laki staying at Olympiacos and Jose Holebas for one more year. You know, I think he's still he's still got it. You know, so yeah. and we'll Holebas's money is like doubled. I mean, he wasn't making that much to begin with, but his money was doubled. Yeah, no, he was brought in on a flyer. Like I, I don't even know if he was making like a hundred, two hundred thousand. He was like he was. He, I don't even know. think he was making a hundred a year. Uh, when yeah, I saw, he he he, doubt, he undoubtedly earned it for me. I yeah, would say. so he definitely earned yeah. the double. Um, all right, well, shall we get into the game? Yeah, let's quick, do it. There's a quick question here, it looks oh, like. Sorry. For, uh, oh, oh, yeah, there's a question. Will I'm Socrates assuming he means for the Kipelo. And be ready yeah, for, yeah. 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 Ba is done for Ba's the season. done. Yeah, Ba's, yeah. Ba's done for back. the season. So Karate's, I feel like, should be, no? I don't they said he... It. They said he, uh, they said he's, you know how they are, like Nicola Coppolo's yeah. always like, he's fighting to make it. He's good. So it was, they always say that Does shit. That so we, <laughs> we'll know closer to the game, but like he's fighting to make it according to the sources. Yeah. We'll see what the hell that means. But you know, wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for We're probably going to um, give him one of those shots in the back to see, you know, to help him out. But Ba, guys, Ba, we said this already. He's, he was done for the season with his back. Um, surgery, I think, was what they were going for, and they needed eight weeks for recovery. So he'll be back for the qualifiers, but he's done. Well, Costa has joined us, and he's here right in time. We're about to start. Perfect. Yeah, that's the entrance we would expect, of course, after a four-one win against Panathinaikos. Yeah, and we have a comment here from Fannis who says Socrates is fifty percent to play. Yeah, that's that's what we've heard. We'll we'll see what the deal is. Didn't need him to crush Panathinaikos today. Didn't even we 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 crushed them with a sixteen-year-old in in uh, defense. Hilarious, Um, guys. I mean, what do we say besides just having a laugh? Like. We were up 2-0 early, early on. Um, they got a penalty. They missed a penalty. Saw, or I should say Saw saved a penalty. And then uh, we got two more goals eventually on in the game. Like, Panathinaikos just fouling left and right. Andrutsos once again just getting absolutely killed by their players because they can't defend him. Madi Kamara killed by their players because they can't defend him either. Like... There, what do we even say, Costa? I know, I know, you're you're ready for a victory lap here. Does anybody want to say anything about Masuras's finish on the first goal? Beautiful. Yeah, that was like Beautiful. Romario, USA in '94, toe poke with the left foot. Wow, yep. <laughs> that was incredible. Yep. That was incredible. I was reading somewhere as well that like eighty percent of his goals this season. I think this season are from first touch finishes, like no control, just first touch finish. And he did that twice today. Just diagonal run, toe poke with the left foot, and then another diagonal run and then shot across the goal. Beautiful. Really. Yeah. Wow. And and the pass from El Arabi as well. To set well, shout out. Guys, shout out to Hassan because that goal happened with the run that he made to the left. He pulled his defender with him, which then took Masuras' defender, and he went towards he went towards the center to go after El Arabi, which opened Masuras up for the run. And then when he got the ball, he was all alone. So I will give kudos to Hassan for that because that off-the-ball movement was stellar from him. Hassan, Hassan with the assist on the, the second one as well. I believe, right? 
who knows hassan is we, he had some tragic let's just keep it finishes. at that but i want to nice quite a lot of people are saying a lot of people are now saying yorgos masuras is easily the best greek winger and i'm putting it out there right now is he i say statistically, yes statistically statistically Zolis who? Like, honestly, it had to be said. Limnios who? I I don't know any of these players. Hatsiovannis. <laughs> Hatsiovannis is like not even, he, he's he's not in the conversation at all. Look, yeah. but so we've been saying for a very long time, uh, a lot of people have been saying it actually um, with Masuras. Like, you know, he's, he's good. He's always been uh, actually Marios. You kind of took the words right out of my mouth here. Marios Teresopoulos. Masuras is underrated. If he wasn't Greek, he would get praised every single game. And yeah, that's fair. I think that's a very fair assessment. Look, he's not a fancy guy. He's not, he's not like Marios Vrusai or Bruma that can take players on sufficiently, but he does the simple things. Well, he tracks back very well. The lacking thing was his end product. And a lot of people have said that. And look at what's happened the last couple of weeks. His end product has been, and I'm not just talking about shooting, right, uh, and scoring goals. It's keeping shots on target, picking corners, getting balls to feet when you're playing balls in the box. And Masuras is distributing well, as well as taking shots and taking his opportunities. That end product is finally there. And look how dangerous of a player he is. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um more reason to to not really worry that much about Bruma, I think, as well. Um, to to have him as a winger in this team, I would say. Um, yeah, really, really good performance from him. Peter, uh, of course Peter can I say something? As, can I say something? Uh, Bruma, Greek Player of the Year, according to to someone. I, I don't know who his agency. CIS football. <laughs> is he even the best winger on the team? Yorgos Masuras. Putting him in Bruno, the Bruno, Bruno, Bruno joining uh, elite company Marco Lavia. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like Marco Lavia, like fan vote player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it was just embarrassing, and uh, I don't know, guys. T- today's game was interesting because I feel like they had a decent amount of chances as well. We have to they say, did. like, it has they, to be said, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It was a bit strange of a game. Any of them away though. That's why. Yeah, because... That's why I say like the the quality was just not there. I would say, um, they they actually like had some decent ability to get in our final third and get some chances, but no, they they didn't look like they were going to come close to scoring at all, except for obviously the penalty. And I think maybe they hit the post once, and when we had yeah. the ball, it was like, is there anything that you can do, Panathinaikos? Like, are, are you yeah. just going to let us have it, or just like? throw a leg into one of our players and bring them down. Like that's, that's the only mechanism they had to stop us from bringing the ball up the pitch. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, John, John Pascalinopoulos. 37. I love it. Oh, geez. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's, it's just levels. It, that's all we can say. Like they might've got some chances, but they also let us have like tons of literally point blank chances and we put away four goals so you know what what are a few chances when you can't keep a team from scoring that many goals you i need these poor guy rough day at the office today hit the post just like nothing really worked for him that he did i felt kind of bad but uh it it was it was a tough outing tough (laughs) outing for him uh i wanted to give a shout out to Madi today because those first two goals 
both came from whether it was an interception or him just resting the ball away from the Panathinaikos player. Both of those counters, both of those possessions that led to the goals started from Madi doing the dirty work, getting the ball, and then playing a nice ball up to whoever was making the run and then literally starting those plays. Shout out to Madi because without, without that, we, you know, we don't get those first two goals. And that's something Madi gives us, and he'll give any team that's going to be lucky enough to have him. Enjoy what you saw today, guys. Remember it. Enjoy what we're going to see when Madi plays this weekend for the Kipelo because the last time I don't, it's the last time. The so enjoy it. Yeah. Our, our days are numbered with him. Yeah. Well, I, and, and I yeah. guess like briefly, we should, you know, Panathinaikos had one nice moment in the entire game. Mauricio scored a good goal, but, you know, of course it didn't matter, but was a very nice goal for him. Uh, the the announcers on Nova Sports were very excited about it, even though I didn't know what they're saying, but they they were quite clearly very excited about it. Was a nice goal. Uh, our our boy Kavlo Geropoulos got done a little bit on it, but you live and you learn. It's a it's a tough one to get in the way of. I mean that that was it was a nice little flick and a nice finish. Yeah. I mean that's there's not much he could do besides foul the guy. To be honest with you, so. Uh, and then there was one other, uh, I think it was before the penalty or what ended up being called the penalty. Uh, Carlos Yeropoulos got beat down in that corner for the ball that was played. And I think it was before the shot that was called for the penalty. Uh, and so, but other than that, I thought he had a great game today. Again, 16 years old, going toe to toe with starters for other teams and really showing that he has something to offer us. Retos 2.0. I was surprised he played today at all. I thought we would go 4-4-2 or something with Mvila and Semedo. Me too, but hey, I'll take it. He played the full 90, didn't he? He Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Well, we don't have many options going into the Cup next week, but I doubt doubt he'll play. But Socrates, is he going to be ready? We don't know. Bars out. So is it going to be Socrates? Uh, excuse me, um, Semedo, Semedo and Villa, Jolebas at the back. Maybe, that, and that's no going to make me feel a little, little sketchy. Because let's be honest, yeah. guys, there were today down the middle, especially so the runs that were cutting the the center backs out were a little scary, and I'm worried about that because Bog does have more quality at least than Panathinaikos. You know, we we kept Zivkovic pretty quiet uh, last week before the Fiesta. So I'm a little bit more, or this past week, sorry, before the Fiesta. So uh, I'm a little bit more concerned if we're not able to keep him quiet again and that we're allowing those runs behind the defense. I'm a little concerned. And it would be concerning, I would say, as well, if Mvila is left out of the midfield, as we've said as well. You know, the, another reason that, we kind of really hurt from that as we lose all that presence in the midfield. So maybe we, I, I like, I like Costa said, I kind of doubt Caro Guerrero starts in a cup final. Um, we saw Tzolakis do it, but it was much more by necessity back then. Like we have other options now. We really didn't last year. And Caro Guerrero is even younger with, you know, two, two or three games of experience, but uh, it might be the move to, to have Mvila in the midfield, or maybe we, go with four at the back and play Jolibas as center back, but that would also be, I think, pretty uh, fragile defensively. So I don't know. I mean, it'll it'll be interesting to see. Um, 
yeah, hopefully it doesn't matter and we can still beat Pauk again, but uh, it is going to make it a bit more nervy than it would be if we were healthy, that's for sure. But the good news from today's game is that really we're firing on all cylinders going into the cup final. El Arabi yep. got two goals. Masoud has got two goals. Andrutos looked really, really good today. Got stuck Always. in. And more and more, he's really owning that position. I think for him, this is really, like, this is personal. It's like next year, uh, my goal, if I'm Andrutos, is I don't want Coach Martins to ask the board for a right back because that spot's mine. And, and you... Speaking- Oh, yeah, go, ahead. Go, ahead. No, no, go ahead. And speaking of us coming into the final in good form, let's let's take a look and see what Bauk did today. Uh, oh, 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 they lost. I actually have Las no Peras. idea. They I lost to no Okay. <laughs> so not exactly uh, not exactly picking up good form I mean, on the way to the final. In, in some regard, it, it means nothing. A cup final is a cup final, but we have yeah. good rhythm going into it. We just beat them. And we've scored four goals away from home. Uh, by the way, Jose saw some really top top saves today, let alone the penalty. Yeah. So good form. Good form going into the cup final. I think there's going to be a fight over one of those positions on the wing. Masuras has it locked on, you know, one position locked on the wing. Who's Who the other one's going to be? I think it's going to be Bruma. But uh, yeah. Best player I, in Greece. You got to start him, huh? The best player in Greece. <laughs> well, look, I don't want to knock the guy too much. I asked them. Oh, I kind of do. Yeah. He's just tragic. He's fucking <laughs> terrible. Like, I, I honestly just, I am so ready to see this guy gone. Like, I can't wait for Fenerbahce to come in with the 10 million euro bid, pay his face, like literally going to throw a party in Eindhoven. That's not a coronavirus <laughs> finishing party. That's a Bruma gone party. Like... <laughs> They're going to clean house with some stupid Turkish team behind him. It's going to be hilarious. It's but. so funny because every week when like if he plays well or he scores or something, they're just flabbergasted. <laughs> they're, the fans, the our, our friends that we know now in the media over there, they just get flabbergasted. And they're like, are you kidding me? Like, well, oh, okay. Are you guys going to pay the $6 million now? No, of course not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> But it's hilarious, and then seeing that that CIES football. Look, congrats to him for being recognized from those people. I don't know what their, I don't know what their criteria was. I don't know what stats they used were, but at the very least, he's not even the best winger at Olympiacos. We've already been through it. It's for us. It was like when we did that, had that discussion in the past, it was up between like Masuras and Fortuni in terms of the production per 90, who is actually producing more, but that that's, that's it right there. Th- those are the two that have done the most with the time given. Uh, Bruma's not even in that conversation yet. Has he, he, he has some good weeks and bad weeks, but it's, it's sorry. It's not, he's not in that conversation for me. I'll tell you what guys, if you want to, if you want to listen to some real awards that don't, give Bruma best player in the league, make sure to tune into gate seven international awards. Cause we'll give out actual awards to like players who deserve it. So <laughs> nice plug there. No, no semi pro awards over here. Um, yeah. But no FIFA semi pro. We don't do that semi pro shit here. No. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. I mean, I think this game, as we said, like, we're going to bask in it because it was great. I'm also, you know, 
I don't, I we've talked about this before. The playoffs are like sometimes a bit boring, especially when you've like won the league. I get why they're there, but um, looking forward to the cup and then moving uh, into next season, getting the transfer rumors up and roaring, and then into the qualifiers, which should obviously be really exciting, high stakes games that we're going to cover very, uh, very fully. But um, yeah, these playoff games are just a, a, a slog to get through. Like <laughs> Fetanos asks, is Vinagre considered a Greek champion? He no. is. He yeah. is. Is this his, oh. is his first trophy? Yeah. Uh, Good on him. Wait, I thought yeah. I thought that technically, if you leave for loan at any point during the season, then you don't get titled. No, no, no. You just need one appearance and you're in. You I'm just need one appearance. Because I need C- wow. I need my guy Cisse getting his trophy. So are they gonna are they gonna mail the medal to, the medal to him or are they gonna melt it down and maybe give it out to supporters instead? They should melt it down. Or, or they, they should, should just like put it on a beach in uh Glifada, like in his <laughs> honor. <laughs> They need to find a designer in Greece to make a very nice coat and call it the vinagre, and they can put the metal. Oh, beautiful. You know, Dude, they're isn't there be, like a sax? They're going to be shipping a whole case of them out to Familical. Familical is like 20 coats. <laughs> also, guys, I, on a serious note, I wanted to bring this up. So, Atlas Footy tweeted something about this like, the playoffs, is it shit? And like almost everyone said, it's shit. Bono here says, with the fans, the playoffs would be nice. And Costa, I know you have made this argument, and I pushed back. Do you want to defend playoffs, or do you have you changed your mind? What do you guys think about playoffs, Costa? Since you're like a bit more friendly to it, what's your thoughts? Like now that the season's over, Costa. Sorry, I'm having some issues with the mic here. Oh, okay, no worries. You, you're good to go now. If... I can jump oh, in in the meantime. We heard you. Yeah, we heard you, but anyway. <laughs> I can no jump worries. in in the meantime. Right, I mean, ahead, I would Peter. I agree with Bono's uh opinion here. Like, I think especially if there were fans and if we were uh competitive, I would say, then it would be nicer. You know, like if this game actually meant something for the standings, it, it would be like appointment TV, right? But it's going to be hard to get me to watch Olympiacos versus Aris, like when we've won the league and Tiago Silva's playing 90 minutes in the midfield and he's literally the most tragic player. He was nothing today, by the way. Um, it, it's, it's just this year. It's just been, it's been long. I would say maybe it's just more this year than the system itself. Um, but yeah, I just can't be asked with these games this year. That's all I can say. I'm excited for the cup final. That means something I'm excited for the European games that mean something, but I do think that uh, if there were fans and it was like, especially, you know, obviously this game I think was in Leoforos, but like, you know, if we'd have beat Bonathanaikos 4-1 in Karaiskaki, that would have been amazing atmosphere. The people would have been out going crazy. Um, but yeah. Can I it's just come tough. back? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I had a small issue. Um, Go ahead. On, on that question of the playoffs, there's been a lot of talk in, in Greece the last decade about what our league should look like, how many teams there should be. There have been 20 teams, there have been 16 teams, there have been 14. I've lost count, to be honest. Uh, I've said before that the playoffs, uh, normally under under normal circumstances, 
it's good for TV revenues. Uh, it's good for it's good for the fans, though. Some are arguing that the, we're taking the magic away from the derbies, and it's you know a derby should. I read a, a quote today. Can't remember who it was from. A derby is like uh, you know an aged wine. You have to enjoy it. It's not like a beer, and now it's becoming like a beer. Um, I think that was Bob Beans actually that that said that earlier on Twitter. Nice, nice analogy, Bob. Um, <laughs> I don't know, guys. Um, Labro, you talked about the Swiss model. I think they have, what, 10, 10 teams in their league? Or is yeah. it eight? It's yeah. 10 um, teams, and everyone plays each other four times, so it ends up in 36 games. But then that's just as many derbies, so maybe people will be pissed off about that. I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, who knows Who, who knows what tricks, uh, what tricks they have up their sleeves? I mean, they're talking about um, Olympiacos B, uh, Park yep. B, some of the... Some of the teams in the Super League want to develop B teams so that they can play in the Super League too. Are there changes uh, coming again in terms of how the league is formed, uh, how many teams there are? I don't know. But, but Costa, we already have a B team in Super League 1. <laughs> oh, no. And so Stop. do, so do Pauk, actually, to be fair to them. So I don't know why Stop. like this is being brought up. Wait, um, also, stop. didn't like Super League 2 finish today? Like, who's getting... Hold on. We should have known this. Hold on. I'm going to Google I thought who's it was next promoted. week. I thought there's one more match week. We need we need Michael Vicini in here. Some of the He was in here. Folks. He was in here earlier. But, he asked if uh, there were any... Mon or if uh, there was a Mongolian ref officiating, I think, or something like that. Um, yeah, but I... that For me, I'll be honest with you guys. The playoffs... Oh, my God. Can I cut off real quick? Levadia um, Kos looks like they will be promoted. Ionikos will play in the playoff. Xanthi finishing fourth on the last day after losing. Uh, uh, what's it called? Ooh. One nil. Oh, actually, there's a Super League Two playoff to play in the. Wait, hold on. How the hell does this stuff even work? Wait, so no, there is. There's a playoff. There's a playoff for promotion for the second. Spot. No, no, no. Like I just clicked on Levadia courses. Uh, no, uh, Xanthi's whatever, and supposedly there's another game they need to play. Yeah, they do. There's Who one knows? More match week. There's one more. No, match but it week. says there's a playoff. I have no idea. Anyway, so this is why LS Footy exists. This is the way it works, number. <laughs> so remember last year, Apollon played Xanthi, and Xanthi lost, so they went down. That's what the that's what the playoff is, but there's also like playoffs for Super League Two. Just like our Super League One, the league splits, and so they have one more fixture of the league splitting because it started late. They only played each other once, so they had just five games of playoffs, and there's one more fixture of playoffs next week. And Levadiakos and Ionikos are both on fifty points right now. So uh, oh, Levadiakos okay. play Xanthi, Ionikos play Ergoteris, and Hanya play Diagoras. So theoretically, um, any of those top four teams could finish first and get promoted. And any of those top four teams could also finish second and have to play against whoever finished second to last in uh, the first division. I want to say Panitolikos, but I don't know. Um, so then either of those teams would, would get promoted. So we could see one team get promoted from Super League Tour, we could see two. Can I just address this message below here? <laughs> I'm not going to be an arsehole and just say I read that in Greek and that's more than two words. But, okay, um, we really love the fact that we have a growing audience in Greece. We love that Greeks from Greece are tuning into the show. The show is primarily an English-speaking podcast. Having said that, 
we will be having a former Greek player on during the off-season, and that interview will take place in Greek. So we will have some, some Greek episodes when we have situations like that. We do like to throw out some Greek words from time to time. We sing some Greek Olibiako songs. I don't know if you missed me earlier. I'm sorry if you did. But um all good. All good. And watch this space. You'll find out very soon, we hope, who that interview is with. Former Greek Olympiakos player. Watch this space. I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, I don't really remember. I, was, talking about. I think Super League Two. We were talking we're, about. Oh, Super League Two. Anyway, don't listen to this podcast about Super League Two. We know Jack all about Super we, League Two. Lambros and Elias fan. Yo, I yeah. was, I, I was like literally just like, holy shit, Levadiakos have been promoted, and then there's like a game or two. They're literally, literally tied for first. Lambros like Lambros, uh, like attention to football goes like Super League One because Olympiakos are in Super League Two. I don't care. The lower divisions, he's like, Panionios are in there. That's my second team in Greece. Oh, Panionios. <laughs> they're not Pan- even there. They're in the football league. Yeah, they yeah Panionios in like the fifth of, uh, They Their games at least are streamed on YouTube, so I catch them every now and then just to... Do you actually? <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. If I'm bored, Amazing. you know. Not these days. A little lockdown, busy. Lockdown is uh, is done, so Lambros... Lockdown's have- lifted, so... Panionios anymore. <laughs> exactly. We move. We move. <laughs> well... I mean, yeah, is is there anything else that needs to be said about this game? I mean, it was uh it was a decisive victory. And uh I think maybe now we just get into man of the match and coaching grade, although like God, what do we like do with the coaching grade at this point? It's just like Martins could have thrown out the under nineteens and beat Panathinaikos today, that tiny club. Anyway, um my man of the match is Masuras. Honorable mention to Andrutsos, who played very well. Didn't get any score sheet or anything, but uh, Andrutsos played great. Went on the left for a little bit as well. Um, he, you know, he was great. But Masuras for me has to be man of the match for the two goals. Um, great job from him. Coaching grade. Who cares? A. Um, I don't really have much to say about that. Adi, what do you think? Uh, a for me as well. And then uh, I know it's probably Masuras, two goals and assists, has to be man of the match. For me, the honorable mention is coming from Madi because Madi did create those first two goals. And I'll still give that shout out to Hassan for the, the run that drew the defender away for the first goal. But that's probably the only positive thing he did besides the disallowed goal. And shall I go next? Huh? Oh, you really have to shove the Hassan shout out, huh? You really had to do it for us? Anyway, uh, Yoros Masuras, man of the match. And I want to say Thanasis Androutsos is a class fullback. Like, uh, Peter touched on it earlier, but like, or, or it was Costa, I think. Like, Kenny Lala is just like, he's going to have the best summer of his goddamn life. There's no vacation for this man. He's got to figure out what the hell he's doing because at this situation, he may be out or even out the door. He may just be on the bench. Um, yeah, Peter, go ahead. I was just going to say on Lala because I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up. I won't spend too much time on it, but I like him. I'm rooting for him so hard. You know, I was really excited when we made the signing and I know he's good. And like I, I've said this before, he doesn't seem to me like a vinagre where he doesn't care. I think he cares. I think he wants to be here and he wants to be winning and playing in Europe. But 
it's just not clicking. And honestly, like I have to, I have to be honest here when I'm watching him play. If, you know, if you didn't tell me that this guy was like, you know, one of the best players at his position in Liga and, and like the national team of France were looking at him. I would not believe you if you, if you told me that and I didn't know who the player was, I would, I, I would not remotely believe you like based on what I've seen from him. If you switch the names and you're like, Andrutsos is a French player yeah. from Ligue 1, like, you would just that. be like, this kid I, is the best fullback we've ever that. seen. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, that's the thing with Lala. And that's why, like, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, this guy's a coat. Fire him into the sun. Send him to Fama Mikau. I don't care about him. Like, I maybe am willing to give him a bit more of a chance than I should because I just, I like get the feeling from him that he, he like, does care a little bit like he's an older player he's not like some young idiot who like just came to greece to take photos on instagram like he's not really even on social media or anything like that so i don't know but it, like looking at the facts it, it has to be said that he's just not producing and andrusos is is like a top player and like probably the best fullback in greece yeah. can we say so um i don't need i don't really see lala like getting in that much it's confidence for me with him because look, look what every time he got the ball and he had space, he had easily a few touches he, of space he could have taken in front of him, uh, you know, to get the ball forward and then maybe even attempt to take a guy on to go down to the end line. And he never did it. He would stutter, he would stop, and then pa- sometimes he would pass back with almost 10 meters of space in front of him before the next player. You have to take that. And players that are not comfortable with what they're doing. Now, on the left side, obviously, he's probably not comfortable at all. But I don't think he's comfortable in the scheme. He's not comfortable being part of a team that is all offense. On defense, he's more than functional. But I think very much his it's a confidence issue with him. In fairness, when he started out on the left, the first action he had, he got the ball and he, he ran past Johan Molo like he wasn't there. Um, I don't know. I think with him, it's just the fact that he's come mid-season, late, hasn't really had, you know, pre-season counts, guys. These mid-season transfers from a player like Kenny Lala, who essentially we signed on a free. Let's not forget that. Um, he played for a club that was in the bottom half of Ligue 1, defensive team, nothing to do with the style of play that we have. So I give him the benefit of the doubt. I do think it's a confidence thing as well. And I, I, I think you, you, it, it's perhaps not night and day when Andrutos is playing compared to him, but, but Andrutos is well, is well established in the team. He knows how the team works. He knows how the team plays. And, and that's why you see him bombing up and down the wing five or six times. And, you, you know, you, he, he's jailed into the team and Kenny Lala isn't. So we have preseason ahead of us. I give him the benefit of the doubt and I'm looking forward to seeing much better from him next season, hopefully. Um, man of the match uh, for me, Kavlo Yeropoulos. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say Kavlo Yeropoulos again. Automatic um, man of the match every time he plays. <laughs> I mean, how can you not give it to Masuras? So it's easy. Easy Masuras vote. Um, Jose Sar, shout out for the penalty stop. That was a that was at 2-0. Could have been 2-1. And he made some big saves. Again, he was there when he um when he had to be. But yeah, Masuras, wow. I'm just very, very impressed with that guy today and the last few games. And I hope he hope he doesn't stop going into next weekend. 
code of the match, Tiago Silva moving on. <laughs> There's two comments here about the Lala Oleg <laughs> thing uh, from Mario Terzopoulos. I can see Lala play as a left wing back. Oleg is good, but I am questioning his potential. Banos Aguilakis, Lala and Oleg need time. They came four months ago. I, Bano, I'm agreeing with you 100% here. Uh, Mario, uh, don't question yet Oleg's potential, not until he gets a full season. Porto, uh, our, you know, Luis, the, the analyst for B24 Sport in Portugal, told us, and the, apparently the Porto team kind of agreed with him, uh, they saw more potential in Oleg than Zaidu long-term because they saw Zaidu as a physical player, but not the most mentally astute player. They believe that Oleg understood the game better than Zaidu Sanusi. The problem with Oleg is he is over-reliant on his speed, and you see that. He knows he's fast, and he thinks he's faster than everybody else. The problem is we have a couple of pretty quick guys in the Greek Super League as well. And when you get caught too far forward, sometimes he can get caught and not get back fast enough. Oleg has the goods. I'm convinced of that. The The issue for me is, one, how can we get him to be a little bit more conservative and not over-reliant on his speed? And two, the fouling, which wasn't as bad today. He had, a, I think he had two, which was still more than you'd like to see. He fouls a little bit needlessly, especially when he's pressing offensively. And that's what we need to work out of his game. But Oleg and Lala need a preseason with the team and a full season to play. I can't judge them off of a few months of play. You know what I mean? Lala especially was in a completely different setup. Lala was in a team that played defense and was always defensive and was parking the bus and basically got forward only when they were on the counter. He's now in a position where we're up all the time and he has to get forward. He has to use his offensive ability. He's not relying on his defensive skill, which we know is good. We saw it in this right when he came and he was picked over on Drutos because he was more secure defensively. So the, I, don't question the potential, but give them a full summer to train with the team. Then we'll judge and we'll see what they do with the full summer of preseason. I want to see his crossing improve. It's oh, getting yeah, better. Sure. It's getting better. And the Rutos is a beautiful cross, it has to be said, like for oh. a midfielder. Even with on the left, left foot, his... didn't he give one on the left yeah. foot? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was Ooh. for the goal. Yeah. That was for He's the so good. Yeah, God, yeah, this guys, kid's so goddamn Andrusos good. Andrusos is different gravy, man. Yeah. He's, he's Who would have like, thought Andrusos would become actually, like... He's actually nice, like... It was nice technique. It was nice technique yeah. on the cross. And he put good good spin on the ball, but like El Arabi's header, my God, it was like it was a little bit yep. behind him. So he really had to like work those neck muscles to get that <laughs> ball and hit it on target. That was that was like CR seven esque, I would say. Like with that, that was an exceptional goal. That was an how exceptional about the, goal. How about that juicy cross? The first cross of the game when Andruzos the uh, I forgot who who it was for Bonathinakos was defending him, and he he takes the ball forward, then cuts it back and whips the cross in, and the poor Bonathinakos defender's like ankles are broken because <laughs> he he went too he just like lunged and it wasn't even anywhere near him. Oh God, Andruzos just oozes class and technique like that. He is incredible, incredible player. Man, it it amazes me how two footed he is as well. Like sometimes yeah. my, my favorite thing he does is like when he sort of pulls it back and cuts in and then crosses from the, with the left foot, like, God, he's such a, he's such a great player. Um, anyway, 
Greetings, Alex. Thank you for tuning in. That's a wonderful place to live. I'm very jealous. But um, yeah, I think I think we're going to wrap it up here, folks. A uh, bit of a shorter one, I know, but it is what it is. Uh, this midweek, we do plan, hopefully, um, we hope to be able to put on an episode midweek, doing a little bit of a recap of the league, going over, you know, some stats, looking through, like, best players in the league, you know, a, a few things like this. We'll just have that conversation. We might do it live as well. Uh, keep an eye on our social media for more updates. And then this weekend, as we said, awards show. We're really excited. I've I've like been sort of brainstorming ideas for this. We have a whole lot of fun stuff. I promise like this is going to be one you don't want to miss. It's going to be this time next Sunday. Um, make sure to vote on the poll. You can go to the poll on gate7intl.com if you have not already. It's the feature article. So like the first thing you see on the site, you just click that link. And it'll take you to the poll. There's seven questions, so it shouldn't take that long. It's all just like one word answers. Just name a player that you think should win the award or whatever. Um, and you don't have to answer all of them either if you just want to answer a couple. So please vote. Kevin, we vote. Wanna... What? Vote. Vote, 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 vote. Yeah, vote. So <laughs> we, we, want, we want lots of responses on this. Tell your friends. Retweet. Uh, I think it's our pin tweet as well, I want to say. Or, you know, we have a lot yep. of tweets and Instagram posts about it. So retweet and share with any Olympiacos fans, you know, the, the questions are in English and Greek. So if you're primarily Greek speaker, um, you can, you know, obviously answer it in Greek as well. We want to get like Olympiacos fans around the world to have their input and it would be really cool. And uh, we've got some fun stuff planned to roll out the awards. It's going to be a great time. I'm very excited for this. Uh, so make sure to tune in until then, as we said, um, episode midweek and then the awards Cup final this weekend. Pauk need them bottling it like they always do in, in these big moments. Um, it would give Lambro great strength for us to be Pablo proud. Garcia at home master. Oh, oh, I'm so excited for Saturday. I Is it Sunday? Sunday, it's whatever. Saturday. Saturday. No, it's, it's Saturday. Whatever oh, day, it doesn't matter. Oh, whatever. my God. Please. Cross. Yorgos Masuras, give me one last love for this season. Just give me... Fun fact, by the way, guys, this is the first ever Greek Cup final that's going to be played as a friendly. Um, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Anyway, I think, I think that's good enough to wrap up. Um, enjoy the game next weekend, folks. We'll see you uh, next week for the awards show. Have a great week, and we will see you very soon. And what do we say to all the, uh, all the other teams below us? How many points... How many points difference in the end? At the end of the league? 23, 24. Adeya. <laughs>。You just listened to an episode of the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Brussels to Tokyo, from Toronto to Geneva. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never miss out on the latest updates and stories of the team you love. If you liked what you heard, make sure to follow us on social media at Gate7INTL. Give us a subscribe on YouTube or even leave a review on all our podcast channels. Until next time, this is our team, our city and our story. Trilos, he said. Stomialo kati magiko.